Let's be radically honest. The reason you decided to become an entrepreneur wasn't to put yourself last and sacrifice your health and well-being. You were looking for freedom. Imagine if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working any harder. Imagine if stress and overwhelm were a thing of the past. What if the way forward isn't about a brand new approach and all you need is a mindset shift instead? Business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of the underlying beliefs that are holding you back so you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Hello and welcome everyone uh, live from Mexico. I'm excited to be here. This is my last couple of days here in the cruise Mexico. I'm staying in my parents' condo and uh, have myself my laptop here that I borrowed from my dad. It's always a little scary when there's technology and there's something new, right? I'm used to my big iMac. <laughs> so these little controls are, ah, I don't know what to do with it. Regardless, uh, if this is the first time that you're here with me, I want to welcome you to Ignite Your Success with Ranchal. And we're here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm excited to be here with you. Um, you know, it's been interesting. I have been doing a live show here uh, for over a year. I started my first one April of last year, which would have been, I guess, 2022 as we end 20, uh, come to the end of 2023. I remember saying to Christine, the CEO of Inspired Choices Network, how concerned I was about the, uh, I would be not be able to come up with something to say every week. Uh, which is funny because even at the time uh, I, I was doing that, I have a morning call that I've been leading. Uh, it's now called the Daily Divine and um, download. And so I've been downloading information for couple of years by then, but I still had this part of my ego, which was like, I don't know what to say. And what will I talk about and, and all of those things. And so, you know, when, uh, for me, at least as I uh, dig into lean into my faith and my intuition, it becomes easier and easier just to converse with you. And especially if you're present listening to live uh, or energetically, you're here with me right now and you're listening to this in the future. Uh, you know, your guides are chatting with my guides and I'm guided literally to share certain things with you. And that's really what the show is about. It's about success, but success defined by you, not by somebody else. And I think that to me was one of the most uh, gracious and important learnings that I learned was to not uh, rely on other people's definition of success for myself or even trying to follow or model their definition of success, but to lean into what did success mean for me? Part of my journey certainly has been following a tool that I love called human design. And of course, funny enough, we have some incredible human design experts here on Inspired Choices Network. For me, I'm magnificently obsessed with human design. I'm a reflector in human design, which is less than 1% of the world. And when I heard that things really, really shifted for me, I started to understand myself. Uh, no, let me correct that. I started to accept myself at a deeper level. I'd already been on that journey, knowing that I was different and, and embracing the different, how I was different, maybe even not knowing how I was different, but embracing the difference. And as when I discovered the human design being a reflector, it was kind of all of these, th these th uh, things kind of fell into place with me. Kind of felt like when I found out that I had an older sister um, about seven years ago, I think right now, and my mom and dad had a baby uh, when they were younger and gave her up for adoption. And she uh, found my mom and dad and then right mom and dad introduced her to us. I had 
uh, grew up thinking I was the oldest person, our oldest child. But again, being so intuitive and empathic in nature, I knew that there was something missing. Uh, because of who I am at my core, I thought there was something missing within me. So for so many years, I felt like something was wrong with me. And there must be something horribly wrong with me. So when I found out my, I had an older sister, everything clicked in, like the domino effect. And then when I found out as a reflector, another one of those pieces, and I'm sharing this with you as part of the introduction, because you'll have moments, if you're open to the moments, you'll have them, and you'll have a deeper awareness and a deeper understanding of yourself. And isn't that really what this is about? Not necessarily wanting, although it'd be great if other people have a deeper understanding of us, but it's really about us having a deeper love, a deeper compassion um, uh, for, our, for ourselves. And part of, I guess, the gift that I want to share with you um, and by, that I'm being guided to share is to tap into what's happening in the world, tap into my community, because this is what Reflector does and we share different moments with you and the health and wellness of the community in general. And so um, my uh, learnings from Mexico, you know, when I knew I was coming to Mexico, I knew that there would be so much to share with you because part again of my human design is called open markets. I'm meant to go out and an open market can be anything. It could be a trade show, but I'm meant to leave my, uh, leave my home. I'm meant to engage with people and uh, you know, uh, I did a lot of traveling, you know, when I had the curves and I did lots of traveling, um, speaking and different times. And when 2020 hit, that changed for me. And I found myself retreating literally back into, uh, into a home office and not really leaving, which is dangerous, unhealthy for me. So to, uh, call, you know, in my internal, my God mind to lean into, to have faith that I'm supposed to do things like, um, have experiences like Mexico. Mexico came uh, not because of anything that I did other than I opened myself up to the possibilities of what uh, it could look like for me to live in more than one community. And fate had it, destiny had it, uh, the circumstances where my parents needed assistance to travel down here. And fate, right, has it, destiny has it, uh, God, you know, God's guiding me that I have a job where I can do anywhere in the world. So I'm here, I am in a condo in Mexico. That's part of the learning, the sharing that I want to talk to you about uh, Mexico uh, and opening ourselves up, I guess, to, to maybe um, different tools or different ways of thinking or different awarenesses. And being open to what you could learn. Uh, being open to um, opportunities and to stop micromanaging. Anytime I've wanted to do something, I have said to, to my higher power, uh, this is what I want my business to do. I want, I want to buy this course. I want to do this. I want to do this. You know, I wanted to, um, you know, when I decided I wanted to get my PhD this uh, this year, it's like, this, so this is what was required for me. And so here's how many, I would reverse engineer everything, you know, so this is how many, you know, what I charge and this is what I need to do and blah, blah, blah. And in March of this year, I decided not to do that. I was just like, this is the lifestyle that I wanted. And I've created that, but not in the way that I thought, meaning it has nothing to do with my revenue and nothing to do with my clients, but just simply showing up as who I am. And I would love that for all of you, just for you to show up in your brilliance, how, whatever that is, and for you to make a decision about what you want your life to look like and to stop worrying about telling, in my case, that we'd be telling God what to do or how to do it. 
Now, lots of times I'd say, this is how many clients I want. And I would surrender into like, show me the way I'll hold the potatoes. As my mother says, show me the way to find the clients or to be out there in the world to receive, you know, clients or, um, and there was, it was, it would work for a little while and then stop and work for a little while and stop, you know, and for the longest time I would judge myself. And, but then again, with human design, what I discovered is being a profile when three profile, I meant to experience things and share them. So it's like, Oh, this is just my experience. And then, then this year happened and things really shifted. This, uh, this year happened and I realized that I was still trying to micromanage or control God, control my higher power. So the very first lesson I want to share with you that was kind of pre-Mexico, but is also Mexico's around surrender. And for, um, for some of us, uh, surrender is difficult. We like to control the outcome. We like to control the path maybe even and um i would have sworn to you that i had given up control and when i would say things like that to my partner rob and leo um his son or my kids everyone would laugh <laughs> so i was like although in my mind i'm like way easy going and let's just surrender and hey this is awesome my family was telling me that i was still a little wound up i think is the word uptight <laughs> with the words and i couldn't see it I couldn't see it. And then when I saw this opportunity of like, oh, I was trying to direct God as to how I was going to arrive in Mexico. And if I could just surrender into and just let him know, let her know, whatever word works for you, um, things will unfold the way that they're naturally supposed to. So surrender, although I would have told you that I had surrendered 100%, I should probably have another 1000% left to surrender but now i see it and feel it at a at a deeper level and i've been blessed with examples of of um how i've not surrendered while i've been here in mexico and been blessed with seeing where the lack of surrender comes from my mom um is an incredibly uh you know i've said this lots here with people that i love about how uh, my mom and dad and how much i love them and has not been an easy relationship with them and and more so on my part than them with me in complete transparency and you know when we when we arrived here we had a plan right so my mom's a planner so we had a plan and we arrived on a wednesday and um christmas my mom loves christmas so we're setting up the christmas tree on saturday and things don't go to plan on saturday the christmas tree lights don't work and then we i go with my dad to go buy christmas tree lights and we buy uh five packages and uh, one's broken. And so my dad goes back and gets four more and two are broken. And then he goes back and gets four more and one's broken, like literally. And um, so something that would have taken me normally three years to decorate the tree took me 10 hours or three years. <laughs> that Freudian slip, three hours took me 10 hours. And it was so, it was, I could see my mom getting frustrated. Um, not with, um, not with the length of time that it was taking, but she had a plan and she wanted the plan to go the way that she, the direction of her plan. She had an idea. And of course we have like free will, right? And so it wasn't quite going to plan. I witnessed my mother being um, frustrated, not with my dad and not with me and not even necessarily with the situation, but I witnessed the energy of frustration arise in her and then witnessed my dad and his response 
and um, you know, and how he wanted to just make this a, a good day for her. And I realized that there are many times in my life that I have had uh, been my mom and been frustrated with uh, and around things like the Christmas trees, uh, cooking, baking, um, leaving my house on time for a, 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 an outing with my family and I'm not quite going to plan and how uptight, how uptight I can get, uh, even though I think that I'm really laid back. And so I ended up um, messaging Rob, my partner, and actually saying to him, I'm witnessing this. And it was a really cool thing. There was like no judgment here. My mom, I said, I'm, um, and I apologized to, to him. I'm sorry, I'm emotional. And, and, and said, I'm sorry. Like, I see now how you're trying to do what my dad is doing, which is to support me and love me. And it's not quite going my way. And how I can, uh, almost the child in me comes up. And, you know, so it was beautiful to witness this from my mom and dad to like, oh, that's where I go. Oh, that's where that comes from. But to see the effect that it has, and not a negative effect, but the effect that it has on, um, on my dad. And then, you know, the next day saying to my mom, because it, being honest with her and saying it was, it was awesome for me to witness because when you have a plan, you have a plan. And she's like, yeah, just do, just do what I say. I have a plan. I know what I want. I just want people to do what I want. Right. And, you know, when growing up, my mom had a saying, which was lead, follow, or get the fuck out of the way. And she, um, that's, that, that's her presence. Right. And so for someone like myself growing up in that and the effect that that had, again, no judgment from on my mom, uh, but being an awareness of the effect that it had on me as an individual. So the first um, incredible lesson uh, around surrender then was uh, acceptance. Acceptance of my mom, who, uh, my mom, where she is at and who she is and, and all of her and acceptance of myself, all of me and of my father and of Rob and my children and um, you know, Leo, who I feel is, you know, I call him my child and, um, and just like being gifted with the sight, the sight to like, oh, this is where this comes from and full gratitude, full gratitude. So three really quick, um, lessons in this first part was surrender and acceptance and gratitude in one incident, in one experience, right? This is why I love, and I meant to, uh, I meant to be out. I meant to travel and do things like this because I'm gifted this beautiful things like this. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here with me, whether you're live or listening afterwards. My name is Ranchelle, uh, and you are here with me on Ignite Your Success with and the show here is on Inspired Choices Network. Let's go to our first commercial break. Thank you. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? 
What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. So before the commercial break, I was sharing with you three of the amazing opportunities of learnings um, that I've had uh, here in Mexico. I ended with gratitude. And so I want to uh, actually expand on gratitude a little bit and thank um, uh, this wearing a, a beautiful sarong and these uh, gorgeous, gorgeous, and so for those of you who are not on TV, you can't see this, <laughs> uh, earrings that were gifted to me today. I went to exercise at the pool um, before I came onto the show, and uh, there's a lovely woman there. Her name is Jeanette. She's uh, been living here in this area for six years, and she's uh, actually from Vancouver Island, which is so cool. Um, so for those of you who are not from Canada, my apologies, Vancouver Island's in British Columbia. I live in um, Red Deer and Edmonton, both places in Alberta. So, and she gifted me this beautiful sarong and earrings. And it was funny because she, that's what she wears all the time. I said, oh, I, I wish, because I love, I, I, I love the sarong, but I said, I'm just, um, just, I'm too big, like I'm too broad shouldered, um, a little bit wider, you know, here in the chest area from when I was bodybuilding. And she's like, oh, you just need the bigger, like the ones with more material, the bigger ones. And so then uh, today she said, I have, some, I have a gift for you. And she gifted this to me. So I just want to share a, a, a warm thank you, um, you know, to Jeanette, although I don't, we're not connected anywhere on Facebook, but maybe somebody knows a Jeanette that lives in the cruise. That comes here from Vancouver Island. Anyhow, gratitude. Um, it really is about gratitude. So the other, um, uh, I guess, learnings. Sometimes I, I go to lessons, and it's not really lessons. You know, for me, it's it's learnings. The learnings, the opportunities of growth and expansion that I received here in Mexico was um, the other day in the. There's a, a beach club, and there's a pool here. So there's a this area is owned by one um, one group called Alamar. And so we were at the beach club. There's the jungle, the jungle pool, and then the beach club. So the beach club, which is right on the ocean, it's beautiful. And uh, I was in the pool with mom and dad, and we were doing our exercises and having a little bit of visit. And 
and it's actually Jeanette's daughter was there and she came to the pool and she um, was, I could tell she was in pain and she had, um, again, I could tell she had like ice cubes in her hand and she was touching the top of her foot. And I thought maybe she got bit by a jellyfish because there's jellyfish uh, here. And so, and supposedly they, 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 it hurts, but it's the top of her foot. So anyhow, I, I went to go over and, um, and so I had said to mom, oh my goodness, I think she's hurt. I'm going to go offer her Reiki. And my mom was like, I don't know if you should do that. And my mom is very private. And, um, you know, one of the things that her and I talked about when I uh, started living with him, I lived with him part-time in Edmonton. And we talked about me as a child. And she said, we knew what you were really different. And we were so worried about you uh, because you're so different. Right? And so that was a different take, a uh, different understanding than what I had growing up. Right. And because I had taken that as I wasn't accepted by my parents, but that's not actually the truth. Right. And so anyhow, so I said, no, I, 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 I felt intuitively called to go over and offer her Reiki. I've been certified in Reiki um, for a very, very long time. I usually just do Reiki on family and friends. It's not something that I, I'm a practitioner, I guess, but I don't always practice it from a standpoint of, of bringing people in on a table and doing Reiki. And so I went up to her and said, you know, introduced myself because I had seen her at the pool the day before and said, you know, I'm, you know, from uh, from Alamar as well. And uh, are, did you get, you know, bit by uh, a jellyfish? And she said, no, she actually went for a walk on the beach. She wasn't having a, a conversation and she walked through some coals. So she burnt her foot, the top of her foot and inside her toes. So I just quickly explained what Reiki was and asked if I could do Reiki. And she said, yes. And so I uh, started doing Reiki on her foot and we're just kind of having conversation. And then in about five minutes later, she said, the pain is really intense. And I said, okay. And she said, I was like, do you want me to stop? And she said, no. And so um, I could tell it was, it was really uncomfortable. I just moved my hand position, right? And then she said, oh my God, the pain's going away. And the pain is gone. And and she was, of course, I've never experienced Reiki before. And that's kind of what can happen is the pain can can leave, right? And so um, I had this great conversation, big hug. And um, she went on for the rest of her day. And I... Uh, was in the pool, right, reflecting afterwards. Well, actually, as I'm leaving to go sit down, another woman says, I have gout. Can you do gout? Can you, can you, can you do Reiki? <laughs> this on my foot. I'm like, sure. So I did Reiki on her. And then somebody else came and asked me if I wanted to do Reiki on them. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So anyhow, um, and having these great conversations and meeting new people. When it was done, I had this over, I, I started to cry. And, I, and you know, and my, and, uh, kind of shared with my mom and dad that, you know, it's, um, I've, I've held myself back so many times and uh, for fear, for fear that I might offend somebody or they might think I'm, you know, wacky or too woohoo or I mean, whatever. And uh, over the, this, uh, over the years, I've been able to learn to accept and love myself. Over the last couple of years, I've really dove into more self-awareness, self-acceptance, self self-love. And so even knowing full well that I could have offered this and she could have been like, you're some weirdo or whatever, and I would have been okay. But instead, I was gifted with this uh, 
um, her being open to receiving and me to be open to receiving uh, the beautiful gift of, again, surrender, but also acceptance and not other people accepting me, but me accepting me, me being okay with me. And it following my intuition, I intuitively felt called to sit with her and, and offer Reiki. And there have been lots of times in my life that I would have been intuitively called to do something and would have not for fear, out of fear. And so as I was sitting there and contemplating, you know, how different my life is now, and because I've really moved into this space and place of it's okay that not everyone accepts me and it's okay that not everyone loves me or likes me and I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea and that's okay too. And so this self-acceptance then was also became really predominant in um, wearing the sarong, right? Because my health isn't what it used to be. My body doesn't look like it used to look like and I've, I've struggled with my, with my appearance. And moving into um, not a flippant self-acceptance, but it like it the isness of the situation, and it could always be this way, and it doesn't need to define me. And what what being aware of that my health and wellness is at risk. So focusing more on the health and wellness aspect of things versus how my um, shoulders look or my back looks, uh, you know, is um, to body build, right? So there's some things that I carried, you know, forward. Uh, that I was like, I can surrender. I can let that go and move into more of this self-acceptance and what would my, what it would be for me to be healthy um, and not defining what it means to be healthy. Again, this whole thing, um, the, the most beautiful gift of all is not trying to direct God, my higher power, my God mind as to what healthy should look like for me. But saying and having conversation of, I, it's important that I'm healthy so that I can uh, go to the pool and swim and I can I can carry my parents' luggage when we go someplace or um, I can be strong to you know help my dad in at the pool if I need to or my mom or I can go to the market or I can walk someplace or I can drive or I can go someplace and, and, and hike. So my definition of health and wellness is also expanding and I'm letting go of directing God as to what my health even has to look like. And so again, it's just that there's this whole aspect of, of surrender. And the challenge I think we have with that word, and you know, uh, if you've been listening to me before, you know that I think that words are so important. So the challenge we have with the word surrender is we often think of uh, in war and uh, soldiers surrendering with a white flag, giving up, right? Um, maybe even going into enslavement. And it's not really that at all. And so, so important even to look up the, you know, if surrender doesn't feel good to you because the words need to resonate with you, then what, what would that look like for you? And then do, and then choose a different word because words are important, but it needs, so it really does need to be your word. It has nothing to do with me and the words that I use. My guidance only is for you to be uh, in awareness of how important those words are like gratitude and acceptance. Um, you know, following my intuition uh, was this next piece, this next opportunity of learning, as I was sharing with you, of listening to the guidance of, no, I need to go help this woman who's in pain, right? And being in awareness of what that looks like and honoring that within myself. Um, 
even though my mom was hesitant for me to go. So loving my mom and wanting to honor her and what was more important was honoring myself. And that, uh, I don't know if I would have made the same choices before. Um, wanting, you know, to please my parents and wanting them to love me and accept me. And so if I want, and thinking that if, if I want love and acceptance from my parents, I have to do what they want or do what they desire or do what they say, which is a mistake. I think, um, I think we as uh, children and adults, children, we believe that we know what our parents want, but we don't actually really know. Right. I know as for my kids, I just want my kids to be happy, whatever that looks like. <laughs> right. I'm sure that it's very similar for my parents with me wanting me to be happy. So what does that look like? You know, from my perspective. So as we move into this um, acceptance piece and into this intuition piece, the next learnings here in Mexico was observance to be so observant of the patterns that I'm holding on to, patterns that I've released, and to um, observe my parents and look at the, the um, from a genealogical perspective, the inherited traits, the inherited thoughts, the inherited beliefs, um, the inherited behaviors. Like I said, uh, sharing earlier with my mom, and like, I got a plan, and it needs to go to plan. Right? And my, my dad has the plan, his plan might look different. And so then um, his plan then is, is more important <clears throat> and as that would be with me as well. And again, so it's this, this if, if you open yourself up to this opportunity of not judging the situation that you're finding yourself in, but only simply experiencing it, and I talk about this lots in the morning um, call that I do, the daily download. But experiencing the isness of it and um, just experiencing it, right? And there's like, there's been tons of laughter um, here in Mexico, even in, Mex uh, in Edmonton while I've been um, living with my parents. Uh, tons of laughter around like this is the way that it, this is the way that it's going to be done, and um, and and uh, with laughter is uh, is love, right? Is this this truth? And and I think one of the greatest gifts of, of the situation that I find myself in with my parents is that I'm learning to get to know them as um, as adults and not um, as the, as as my parents, but as adults and moving into a friendship which I never thought I would ever be friends with my parents. Love my parents, love them, have loved them, but never thought that I would uh, be in the situation of being um, being in a, in a friendship with them. So much different, right? All right, so I'm just keeping track of my time here. Thank you so much, everyone. Here I, Again, um, I'm always amazed how quickly our time goes by. So for those of you who are listening here with me live, this uh, we are on Inspired Choices Network. And uh, the show here is Ignite Your Success with Ranchel. And I am Ranchel. And so I'll talk to you in a few more minutes after this next break. Thank you. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. 
What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone, to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle here on Inspired Choices Network. Uh, you might actually be also be listening to on your favorite podcast platform. Of course, we can be found on Audible, uh, Spotify, uh, Google, all of those great places, iHeartRadio. Extremely grateful wherever you are. I'm happy that you're with me. Um, today, I'm sharing with you lessons from uh, Mexico. I'm in La Cruz, Mexico with my parents. I'm here for a couple more days. And uh, of course, we're alive and uh, have the opportunity to share with you what some of the things that I've, I guess, um, learned. Whenever I travel or whenever I find myself out of my regular place of business, my regular office space, I'm always gifted with something beautiful. Um, and if you were here earlier uh, on the show, you heard I talked about being a reflector and uh, human design. And in human design, it tells you uh, part of your personal health system. It talks about the best environment for you. And my environment is um, outside markets. I'm meant to be actually out in communication, um, whether it be a trade show or like markets or like walking around at coffee shops and things like that. And, and you know, it's interesting because they used to do that all the time. And then 2020 hit. Of course, with that was the pandemic and an opportunity for uh, the, the world to shut down. And I started working outside of my home and got very, very comfortable um, in my home and in my home office. And part of the challenge, I think, uh, is we can easily move into, uh, we have a routine um, and a routine can uh, easily become a rut. And so I want to challenge some of you who are super comfortable in what you're doing. If your outcome isn't quite what you want, perhaps maybe you're not in a routine, perhaps maybe you're in a rut. And to take a look at uh, whether it's used. human design um, is great because it really gives you some incredible information about having like a personal health system. So, 
one of the gifts here in being out and about in Mexico and going out and, and dancing. I went dancing with my parents and going out to different restaurants and meeting different people is, and then this is kind of what I talked about before we went to commercial break, is being more observant. And the challenge that I found myself in, in working out of my home, which a lot of us do now, is the rut I got into was observing things through a very narrow focus, through a very narrow lens of, you know, upstairs in my office, downstairs in, um, you know, in front of the TV, upstairs in my office, right? Uh, down in the den to journal and meditate. And really, I'm, I don't think I'm alone in the challenge that we have with that is that we became complacent, complicit. And Again, I don't think I'm the only one. It's easy for us, you know, to get stuck, right? We're conditioned in certain ways. <clears throat> uh, we might be uncomfortable with discomfort. And so we think comfort is good in terms of judgment and discomfort is bad in terms of judgment. And so what we, though, have the opportunity, though, is to be to learn how to be comfortable with discomfort. And, I, you know, I've lived that at different times of my life, but it, I experienced it in Mexico in something as silly, and this is silly, is the temperature is much different here, right? It's humid, we're on the ocean. We're not right on the ocean, but we're like close enough. And uh, so it's humid here right now, this time, uh, time of year, more humid than normal. And it's warmer back in Alberta, warmer than usual. So more humid here. And it's uh, much warmer. I think it's 28 degrees. It's cool today. It's only 28 degrees. And uh, I'm finding myself perspiring. <laughs> so it's not TMI. It's my show. So I'll talk about this. And so the other day, like when I first came here, my eyelids were sweating. And, uh, and I was like, how does one, how does one's eyelid sweat? And they do, they did. And I don't like to perspire. And in fact, today I was saying something about sweating and dad says, oh, but women perspire. I'm like, you know, dad, that may be true, but this woman sweats. <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing elegant. Um, I, I, I smell like a man when I perspire. I, you know, I don't have that like beautiful glow and I needed to learn to be uncomfortable, or pardon me, comfortable with the discomfort of sweating, of perspiring, and being okay with uh, what my body was doing, and laughing at when my body was like, okay, I'm like super duper warm. And then I was, and I giggled the other day because it was cooler on the deck. So I had my morning coffee on the deck. And so yesterday I had to put a blanket around me. <laughs> so it's like, I acclimated quite quickly. And we do that though. We, we think that we're going to be in this much pain or this much struggle forever, but we can, we can acclimate quite quickly. And that can be both a positive and again, in terms of discernment and a negative in terms of discernment, not in terms of judgment. And so what types of things are you just getting used to that maybe perhaps 
you, uh, it's not most beneficial to you to get used to. Are you used to behaving a certain way or accepting other people's behavior? Are you used to, well, that's just what marketing, that's what happens in marketing. I'll go to business. That's just what happens in sales or that's just what happens. Like, are you in acceptance of something? But it's not really acceptance. It's like putting up with, right? It's like tolerating. That's a better word. Are you, what are you tolerating and you think you're accepting? And that was, so part of my opportunity of learning here was to be an awareness of, am I intoler- am I tolerating something or am I accepting something? And I talked about acceptance earlier on the show and, and what I learned, right, about acceptance. But then there's, then there's that, that fine line where you can cross over and move into tolerance. And, and so I'm just guided to share that with you. Are you tolerating or are you accepting? Because it will feel different. Um, in your body. Next, um, what something came up today in my morning call, and I guess before I say next, before I go into that, I want to share with you, if you've enjoyed yourself with me today, and for those of you who've listened to me before, today's a much slower pace. I'm usually just like talking a million miles an hour, but today is just very uh, thought-provoking, even as the guidance, the divine's, you know, sharing messages at a very much slower pace today. If you've enjoyed today, I'm going to invite you uh, to a call that I do every morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So let me see. That would be 7 Pacific, 9 Central, and 10 Eastern. Um, so make sure you get my Yep, got my time zones correct. And I call it the Daily Divine Download. And it's I really get downloads from your guides, from my guides. And I'm asked to share different things. It's all around. It's a lot of it, not all of it's around business or professionalism, but it's it, um, uh, and being corrected. It's not all around business anymore. It's around life, around everything. Okay, I guess I'm just like your guides are laughing. It's around all, uh, different aspects of your life, and so it's easy to get to. So if you go to ranchellevanbrace.com backslash um, daily. So Ranchell is spelled R-A-N-C-H-E-L-L-E, Van Bryce, V-A-N-B-R-Y-C-E dot com backslash daily. And you can go there and register and then you'll be invited to my community, automatically invited to the community. And within the community, then you'll get a, you'll get a it's Monday to Friday I do this, you'll get an email inviting you into the community, into the live room and you have access to the recordings right away as soon as it's um, it's all uploaded in, in there. So it's a membership program and it's free, it's gifted. And uh, this is, I'm sharing this with you because it's also attached to following our intuition, right? And so years ago when I first started, there was a, a, a monthly fee that went along with it. And I was guided about four months ago to gift it. And I, I hesitated and I resisted. And, you know, when I do that, the God of my understanding has a way of showing me a bit stronger. Sometimes it feels like a two by four <laughs> to, to um, you know, to, to, to follow my, follow the guidance of, of, of divine. 
And so it currently, and I say currently because it's not meant to be a gift forever, but, uh, it, but it is now. Um, and so to go there and if you resonate with anything that I said today or even resonate with the invitation, uh, please do. Please join us on the call. And what I always share is take what you like and leave the rest because there's a lot of information. It's a half an hour. More often than not, it's a half an hour. There's a lot of information that comes in, but it comes in because your guides are talking to my guides. So you're not going to necessarily resonate with all of the messages here. So you're just meant to kind of pick and choose, like really pick and choose. Yeah, this this makes sense to me or this resonates with me and this doesn't. So letting go of, of what doesn't resonate with you. Uh, so very important to do that. And so there's one more thing I meant to share with you before we go to break. So I'm just going to tap in. So this is kind of what happens in the morning calls. Um, collectively at this time, the recording of this, the live, it's live, is in December. And there's a lot of really um, stress, and there usually is around Christmas time, stressed energy because people are wanting their life to look a certain way or be a certain way or the finances to be a certain way. The pressure of entertainment, the pressure of travel, the pressure of gifting the right gift. And what's being shared is that everything is happening for you, which is something I say a lot, but more so at a deeper level is to just let it go, to allow yourself the opportunity to not be so hard on yourself. And that's really not the amount of the gift or the gift itself. Uh, and again, I think a lot of us know this, but we're, your guides are just like, relax, right? Just, just be, be present with the people that you love because um, this came through the, the, the download, the daily call the other day was, it's not about the presence, really. It's really not. Uh, we're meant to celebrate the birth. If, if, you, if you follow, I guess, the, um, this line of thought, the birth of Christ, the birth of Christ consciousness, uh, the celebration of us as a human species, the celebration of us and our connection to divine source energy. It's a celebration, but not what you think you're celebrating. And so just be okay with that. All right, we're going to go to our next uh, and final commercial break here. Thank you again for joining me. I feel your presence and I appreciate and love you. Thank you. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchel Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchel Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchel. To participate in the program, 
Join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Hey, welcome back of our final little lap here on Inspired Choices Network uh, and the show is Ignite Your Success with Ranchel. I've been guided to share with you something that was shared in the morning class as well, morning uh, call. It's not really class, morning call. And um, I just grabbed my notebook. And so one of the messages that came through this week was about, uh, I hear a lot from entrepreneurs uh, and professionals, but mostly entrepreneurs, that they just really want to have fun in work. Like they want their their profession, their career, job, you know, our entrepreneur business to be fun. And one of the questions that came from the guides was, are we seeking fun or are we seeking maybe wanting joy or passion came up? And so then I was guided to, of course, look up the word of fun. So in our dictionary, in Webster's dictionary, fun is defined as enjoyment, amusement, or lighthearted pleasure. But when we look up the etymology of fun, it's diversion, mirthful sport, to cheat or to jest. When we look up in the Webster's dictionary, joy, it's a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. And the etymology, it's the same thing, the same as definition as above. Passion in our dictionary is strong and barely controllable emotion, intense emotion, compelling action, right? Which can be passion both ways, right? Like from a higher density energy and a lower density energy. Passion in the etymology dictionary was the suffering of Christ on the cross. Really interesting. And so when you say that you want to have fun in business, do you mean fun or do you mean joy? And or it could be a different word. We're being asked to be in awareness of the vibration, the, the, tr- the meaning, the etymological meaning, and also in today's world meaning of the words because they have a vibration. And I realized that, you know, I like to have fun. I like to be amused and I like to enjoy um, and I certainly like lighthearted pleasure, but I certainly don't want the energy of diversion, mirthful sport to cheat and to jest in my business. What I realized is what I want is, is my business to have joy, to be joy filled in business. And so, you know, when we look at, when we look at this, the, the, how important words are, and the vibration of the words, it's so important that you're in awareness. It, it, we're being guided to be in awareness of the importance of, of, the, of, our, of our words. Uh, the other thing that came was the word freedom. So freedom is the power of self-determination, the state of free will, emancipation from slavery. And that is in the etymology dictionary. So again, I hear entrepreneurs all the time. I, I just want, I want freedom. And so if you're saying you're wanting freedom, uh, is it because you believe that your business or a profession is one of slavery? Are you still thinking you're in, you're enslaved in business? And, and you might, and you might, I know that I certainly at different times when I had my curves franchises felt like I was a slave 
to the schedule, felt like I was a slave to the business. And so freedom was an important word for me. Now I'm like, freedom from what? Or freedom to do what? Is it the freedom to do things when we want to do things? Is that what we're looking for when we want with what we want? Right? We want the freedom of finances. What does that look like? And if you're like me, then I started to direct my God and my understanding what the freedom of finances looks like. Now, I'm not saying that's an incorrect way. For a lot of people, maybe that's correct. But I'm being guided to share the message of we tie so much into when we're planning and goal setting, especially now, we start directing. Again, I guess we're ending this show with this. We start to direct God a higher power, God, mind, Allah, you know, Buddha, divine intelligence, spirit, your word is more important than my word. We start to direct where that's supposed to go. What if that was incorrect? Right? You know, I know um, for myself, I was, you know, sharing with my parents, I've always wanted, I've wanted to be a millionaire since I was 16 years old. And I, uh, you know, and um, almost killed myself to do that you know, to make a million dollars in the Curves franchises, like almost killed myself. And then uh, when that was done, you know, in this new business is what I've been wanting is, to, and I've been working towards and feel like I've arrived. <laughs> so at peace and serenity. And now I really feel like I can open myself up to prosperity. But what came to me when I realized I was directing God before I write this story about Mexico was I don't need to direct him as to how much money freedom would be for me. Because if I just listen to him or her, because sometimes I, it's actually a her, if I listen to them, to it, to they, uh, and I just surrender into and follow my intuition, I'll be guided as to what that would look like. And I, when I say millionaire, I could actually be limiting myself to a million. Like, what if it was more than that? And what if it was less than that? My ego's really was really caught up in what that looked like, right? And I, I think we're being guided to let go of that achievement-oriented, this is what it means to be a millionaire, more so now than ever. Especially women. We're starting to see we're not meant to follow the patriarchal way of doing things. It's not incorrect, but it's incorrect for us in this moment of time. And so I'm going to encourage you to tap into your intuition, let go of, and surrender into what you think is happening. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Ranchelle returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant. Be you.